Hello, and welcome back to the Animated Experience Network again. I am your host, Derek Blaze, and we are here for our preview podcast of Hilda. So I have Elizabeth here with me today, and we're going to talk some Hilda. We're going to you know, dive into some of the characters a little bit, tell you about um, you know those characters, give a little preview of them, just a preview of what the show is in general, and um, a little bit more talk about you know what our special segments for the show are going to be and kind of our thoughts on it. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Elizabeth, I'm excited to have you here today. Um. You know me, I'm thrilled to be here. Cannot wait to talk about all that. Um, you know, I gushed about it when we were on the phone. And when originally it wasn't going to be on my roster, you remember I said I was sad. I was definitely going to be good. And guess what? I did it. Yeah. <laughs> I got myself here. You, you found your way out of the nowhere space and into the podcast, so you did it. Yeah. I, I ventured my way right here to your co-host on Hilda that I can talk Yeah. Here. You know, I, I asked you to live in my house, and you're like, okay, I'll, I'll live there. And, you know, now you just live in the nowhere space. I just need you to sign a contract. Okay. You know, very specific for good. I've got it on five. Is it, is it in tiny print? or? Of course. Very tiny print. Okay. It's very thorough. <laughs> It sounds good. If, if you don't know, we're doing very in-show. Uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so if you watched uh, season one especially, you'll know those jokes. Uh, a little bit of inside baseball here. Um, I actually haven't watched all of season two yet because um, as of this recording, season two just came out like less than a month ago. I think Elizabeth's already watched all of them, but I haven't watched all of season two yet. So I'm going to have to get on that. What I say is the reason why you didn't watch them is because you have a life. And the reason why <laughs> I have watched them all is because I'm in what I like to call semi-retirement and semi-retirement. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Yes, now, you are definitely the one on the panel that um, watches like everything. So I mean, <laughs> you're definitely the expert of all these shows. And to be honest, before um, I was laid off in the era of COVID, I was already, you know, getting my certificates of completion from Netflix, and it really isn't new. It's just um, I, I've been allowed a slightly more uh, uh, intake of television. To no, I mean, pretty soon you might get like a, you know, something in the mail from Netflix or like a call from Netflix and be like, hey, can you like stop watching stuff for like a couple of days? Because we don't have anything else for you to watch. <laughs> Back in the day, people considered like... Um, uh, becoming, getting sponsored by things by just getting a tattoo of that on themselves or something. So maybe, you know, if they're willing to sponsor me for my uh, full-time semi-retirement, then, um, Hey, you never know. And I have tattoos. Um, anyway, but yes. You never know. That could be your favorite uh, book, just like in Hilda, you know? Yeah, so I've seen all of the episodes so far, season one, season two, and I am thrilled with the series, and I am excited here. to get to watch them, but you know, I, I know that you have a much fuller, uh, occupied time. <laughs> yes, but you know, we're we're excited for the series, though, and um, you know, I already have some of the comics and books. I have uh, the first three comics and the first book, so uh, we're gonna, you know, I'm gonna keep getting more of those as I have uh, the time and finances for it. But you know. We're going to talk uh, about those books and stuff like that, too, and, you know, see what uh, those have to offer. I'm going to attempt to procure those as well, as a, I am a comic fan. And, B, I'd like to stay uh, on track with you on that, but we will, of course, that would be another thing. We will see the episode episode. <laughs> exactly. But as with all of our shows, um, you know, we're going to do this by segments, and 
Um, some of the segments are, you know, unique to each show, but some of them are kind of, you know, network com like segments that just kind of run throughout every show. So segment one is going to be the theme of the episode. So we're going to talk about the theme of each Hilda episode, which I have to say, I think Hilda out of the four shows is going to be the hardest show to pin down a theme for for each episode. I think we're going to have our work cut out there because I think Hilda has a running theme throughout the series, but each episode, I think it might be hard to pin down a theme, maybe. Oh, this is going to be a hard one to write. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because a lot of the themes are very much about, like, things that happen to people and how you handle them. But right. then again, it's totally different than that, isn't it? Um, it's interesting. It's being faced with hard choices. It's having to accept things or, you know, um, it's got all sorts of different themes and, you know, I, it continues to evolve and having seen all of season two, I'm excited to see what you think the themes and how they do themselves. So that's, um, I'm excited about this particular, um, segment for Hilda specifically. Because I think that it's going to be probably one of our longer talking segments compared to other shows. I agree, yeah. Because the other shows, this might be a very quick segment, but for Hilda, like it might be a longer segment because it might take us a little bit to decide, you know, what the theme is actually. So it'll be interesting now. Yeah, um, it's and it's an interesting show. So yeah, I, I agree. But segment two is obviously our rundown of the episode or um, kind of discussion and recap of it. So, you know, obviously we're not uh, doing an episode recap today, but I thought we could take this um, portion to kind of talk about some of the characters that are in the show, because there's a lot of really cool characters, and, um, you know, basically Hilda's the main character, obviously. She's a little girl that um, lives with her mom out in the woods at the start of the series. We won't um, say too much of how she gets to Trollberg, because we'll leave that for people to watch the show to figure out how she gets to Trollberg, but um, either way, wherever she's living... She encounters uh, various creatures and, um, you know, has adventures with them. And um, her mom is a big character of the show. Uh, she has two friends, David and Frida, who are very big in the show as well. And I think they are a great balance for the show, too, because David and Frida are children that uh, join the Sparrow Scouts with her. And... David and Frida have very different personalities, but I think they add a lot to the show. Um, I'd like to start out by saying Hilda is, play, is played by Bella Ramsey, who yes. um, played uh, Leona, what is it, Leona? Leona Mormont. Leona Mormont in Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. She yep. was and a she is amazing. powerhouse. I mean, I remember when she was in that episode and she's just like 11 years old and she's playing against these 40 year old actors and like, she's still yeah. doing it. Um, and then she's on The Worst Witch, which is also Netflix, which is a, a live-action version of a book that was written like, in the 20s or something. It's awesome. It's a series. It's amazing. Uh, and now she is also on um, a portion of uh, His Dark Materials, season two, on um, HBO Max. So she's amazing. She's got so much stuff going on. And I think the quality of her voice is part of what creates the magic for this character. Um, I think the way she speaks and the sound of it itself is perfect. Um, and then uh, you were talking about, you know, the mom. I love, I love mom. She's great. Uh, and the two friends, you're right. They have completely different personalities. Um, Definitely. And 
the personalities are actually quite a bit of part of the show. And all three of the characters, um, Frida, David, and Hilda, all have different personalities. And um, I love their, you know, how they interact with each other and how they get to know each other. So I think the way the story um, leaves them meeting each other is fantastic. And the actors that they picked did such a great job of, you know, auditorily building the characters as well, because each of their voices are so unique. No, I definitely agree, and I think there's going to be times, um, especially with this show, where, like, you might not like some of the characters. I mean, like, I know for me, like, I'm not going to speak for you, but I know for me, throughout season one, like, there's times where I was really annoyed with Frida as a character, honestly. Right. Yeah, So I can we'll see have to why. dig into that when we get to it, but... Yeah, I mean, um, uh, and, you know, see, it just, they continue to do these things, but they're children, and they right. don't always want to do what they're supposed to do or what life kind of hands to them. And exactly. some of them handle it better than others. And that's part of the story is, you know, um, kids finding a way to deal with the realities. No, definitely. But, like, a lot of the um, creatures, though, are actually very cool and add a lot oh. to the show, too. Like, you know, some of the early characters we get for creature-wise yes. are Alpha the Elf, and we also get, um, I don't think he has a name officially, but the Woodman. And, like, the Woodman and Alfred the Elf, like, they're both really cool characters that add a lot to the show throughout the series. But the Woodman reminds me of, like, a character from a 70s book, you know, like, little sideline hands back. Um, you know, there's just something about the character that seems... Um, well, of course, very philosophical, but also, you know, um, a little bit not there, but there. I, I love him. He's so, he's beguiling, and I would say is the least definable character out of this. Um, no, I agree. Yeah, I, I like, I like him. Um, the elves, uh, the elf, I love the elf. He is adorable, and I want to sign one of those tangible contracts. <laughs> Me too. Honestly, like, Alpha might be one of my um, more liked characters out of the whole series. Like, mm -hmm. Alpha is just a really cool character, I think. And yeah. Alpha, like, I could definitely see Alpha getting some of my MVP points at some point. So, like, we'll have to, you know, dive into it when we get there. But I could definitely see him potentially getting some MVP points for me. Yeah, absolutely. I can see that. But some other characters we encounter, you know, we encounter the Great Raven and the Vitra and Jorgen the Giant. Um... I think those are all interesting characters, but they're more like, you know, side characters that are basically on an episode-by-episode -episode basis. They don't add a lot to the series as a whole, but in their episodes, they are pretty cool in their episodes. I love the trolls. They're a bit of an enigma to me. Um, as we discussed in the network preview of the network animation podcast, um, I said that... Um, the trolls kind of um, remind me of a talking story that we've got the story of um, going from the agrarian rural society to industrialism. And the trolls are the story of what happens when we move from like um, a folk society to a civilized society. And I love their interaction. Um, they, they, they befuddle me at times. Um, some of them are incredibly sad, and some of them are joyful. It's very unique and interesting. Yeah, I think that's what's cool about the show is like that 
the characters really bring out different things each time. So I think it's interesting. Yeah, and they're—I mean, they're just—it's just very interesting. And um, I cannot wait to talk about the trolls over time. And um, yeah, yeah. I think the episode with the uh, baby troll is probably my favorite, like troll appearance. <laughs> That's enough, like a good one. <laughs> But we also have um, the Mara, which is a really interesting character type. And we have the Braga family of um, Lost Elves. And then we have the Lindworm as well, which, like, the Lindworm, you know, burns up contracts, which I think was a really cool concept, too. <laughs> yes. Well, I mean, when you've got ironclad contracts, you need a loop in Exactly. Or, uh, yeah, so I thought they were pretty cool. Uh, we also have Tide Mice. We have um, some ghosts, you know, Anglebor and Craigie Williams. So these are all, pretty much all these are just side characters that appear in like one episode for the most part, but they're they're cool for the episode they're in. We have uh, Victoria Van Gale, who's interesting as well. Um, the characters we have, have a- well-written motivations, the side characters we think. They don't come in for no reason, and it's interesting involvement, so... The reason right. probably why you're going over some of them if you look at the details, even if they're only in one or two episodes, like each character has an important part to play and is a, is a you know cornerstone piece. So it's um, it's interesting. You, you would think that they're side characters, but you know their interaction has a large impact. So absolutely, and of course, you know throughout this entire. Um series we have twig as well the deer fox you know oh, twig is definitely very cute my you know, twig never speaks, but... <laughs> if i didn't already have my favorite puppy dog then twig would be my favorite i love this little deer fox and um yeah i, I can't you know i'm two seasons i don't want to say too much but i adore this little cute yeah no i, I think it's really um like, it's a non-verbal character, but I think it's, you know, a very cute um, character in the show. And, you know, just based on uh, the friendship that Hilda has with, you know, Twig, we, we, maybe we'll give Twig some points, too. We'll see. Oh, yeah. I think uh, Twig is, you know, by your side character. And, um, uh, yeah. Definitely. Twig definitely uh, is going to be up in times for contention of... Uh, and I apologize for the barking. Um, my dog is uh, apparently wanting to play, so she doesn't take that. <laughs> no, that's okay. I mean, she just really loves deer foxes, you know, like twigs. So I get it. Absolutely. Yes. <laughs> she she wants those deer foxes to get the points, so yes, we yes. get it. You know, we hear you. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. She's actually staring at a crushed uh, ginger ale bottle that she gets to play with and is literally barking at it to make me into Nice. So then, okay, so, um. But yeah, um. We have a couple characters. other ones. Yeah, we have. Yeah, we have the Black Hound and we have Johanna, who are some minor characters that, you know, add some stuff towards the end of the season. But. The last one I want to stop on is probably one of my favorite characters in the series, and that's the Nissa named Tantu. Um, <laughs> Tantu is really cool, and I, I love Tantu's character. Yeah, and the Nissa are very interesting, and Absolutely. I of course know why you um, 
you know, it's so interesting for you is, you know, the character where they get kind of, um, or the episode where they get kind of highlight what the Nissa does. Is right. Um, yeah, that's definitely one of my favorite episodes. Yeah, so that's yeah, going to be yeah. your for me. But I love <laughs> the idea of a Nissa as well. And I don't want to go into it too much. I don't want to give anything away in case people are going to watch the um, episode after this, but um, I, or the, the seasons, but it's, it is, is a very interesting concept. Um, and, you know, my dryer, uh, is apparently a location for this. Yeah. It, it absolutely could be. Yeah. So, <laughs> there's a lot of things that are locations. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but, you know, relating to, um, the Nissa, we won't say exactly what this is. We'll save it for, you know, the actual episodes and stuff, but, uh, segment three for us, is going to be the Nowhere Space Pages. And if you watch the whole series, you'll know why um, it's named that. But we're going to dive into the pages of the books and the comics and kind of uh, go through those and see how it applies to the episodes of the show. So, you know, uh, the first episode is basically based on the first comic and the first book, I believe. So, you know, we'll talk about how that applies and we'll just kind of go through and see if there's any areas that it applies. I mean, there might be some weeks where... Um, the episode doesn't apply at all because, like, the comic was, uh, the episode wasn't based directly on the comic, but, you know, if it doesn't, we'll try to talk about, you know, where things might apply, so, um, but it'll be kind of an interesting segment, and I'm excited to, you know, check out the comics and see how it applies to that. So, Derek, I have a question for you. About how many comics are there in this movie? If somebody like myself or anybody in the audience is looking to maybe, um, what are we looking at? How many yeah, I, I believe there's, um, because they go by like basically small trade paperbacks essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that there are seven or eight books of the series right now, okay, and then they have Netflix tie-in books, which are um actual like written books more so instead of like drawings. Yes. They're more so written books that uh tie into the show meant for young adults like it's pretty easy reading especially if you're an adult but i mean it's meant for like you know teens and up which you know the show is designed for so it makes sense it's where it's like a but, soft um, cover book with uh, those really thin pages i love those as a kid um yeah yeah i know exactly what you're talking about. okay yeah so, i mean um the netflix tie-in books i think there's about five or six as well so like if you wanted to go all in to get everything i think you're talking about like 12 or 13 for the comics and the books but um you know, they're definitely worth it. I mean, um, obviously our audience listening can't see, but I, I could definitely uh, show you them on camera, the ones I have. But, you know, um, it wouldn't help the audience listening, obviously. Right. But yes. <laughs> Well, yeah, I just went to the Luke Pearson page, who is the um, creator, yes. creator of this. And yeah, it looks like there is um, oh, some interesting. Okay, yeah. Oh, and there's even pages. There's panels here that can comic panels. Uh, so that's interesting. So, great. Some of this content is available if you want to look at the first few pages and you go to the LukePearson.com website. You can see the first few pages of each comic and at least the design elevation, and that really will give you a great deal of content. Okay, so these are, this would be an easy, you know, if I did this every couple, you can definitely keep up on this. Nice. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I'm just kind of showing, obviously the audience can't see, but on camera, mm-hmm. this is what the comic looks like for Elizabeth, and okay. this is what the tie-in books, so. Oh, oh, wow. No, the tie-in books are 
far better than um, the one that I was looking at for. Yeah. Oh, wow. So the, the tie-in books are pretty cool, too. So. so what are you showing me is literally a hardcover book that has, um, I would say, I would guess it's 125 pages or so. And it's in, I'd say, like a nine-point font. And it's got... Um, uh, part, like it's got some drawings in it that are appropriate with the cartoon. Yes. It's on it. And, oh yeah, really great. How many pages? Yeah, it, uh, 179. Oh, what No, but it's really simple reading. Like some of the pages don't even have, uh, words on it technically, but right. it's very easy reading for anyone that be listening to this. And like, they really do have some awesome drawings in the tie books too. Like, um, there's another drawing of like them at the house and like, so, yeah, you show me a page that has a drawing on the, you know, when you open it up, the two pages on the bottom, it forms a full panel on the top. Yeah, exactly. Two pages is, is uh, text. Oh, this was really neat. And with I didn't the comic, know. With the comic, um, Hilda actually looks a lot different in the comic, too, so right. it's definitely very interesting to see that as well. So when I'm looking at her in that. the comic, she looks very much like a smork. Jimmer smorks. Um, I don't actually. Oh my gosh! So this is where our decade uh, difference in age. The Smurfs then led into the Smurfs that had a Smurf on the top of their head and bubbles that came out. Derek, I'm gonna have to move you the Smurfs. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to try it out. <laughs> Your daughter. Will and and of course, you know, we apologize that um, the listeners can't see the um, stuff we're showing here, but you know. We'll definitely talk about those comics and the books because I think that's really interesting stuff. So uh, I can't wait to dive more into it. And, you know, I definitely plan to um, get all of them at some point. Just um, I haven't been able to afford all of them at once. But, you know, I have like the beginning parts. That way I can talk about the beginning stuff of it. So I'm really impressed with the hardcover books that I recently. Those were not what I thought when we had talked. I unfortunately bought the ones for She the Netflix tie in ones, and they are soft covered and. Um, no. <laughs> oh, they're, they're not readable. They don't. They're not read at all. Oh, I mean, I don't know. They're you know they're made for like eight months. Unfortunately, okay. Hey, I mean maybe when we talk about you know the uh, books and stuff like that, we could do like some bonus content where we um you know read one of the books like as a podcast one time. You know, we'll see. Oh maybe yeah, or like content. do a podcast yeah. review. Absolutely. Exactly. But, you know, that is going to be our um, special segment, of course. So um, then segment four is our character MVP and LVP points. So, um, Elizabeth, do you want to tell what our MVP and LVP are going to be? for? Yes. So we are going to have the adventure of the week, which is the the MVP. Um, So since this is such an adventure issue, kids kind of adventuring outside of their own doors. Um, we thought that would be a very fun time as adventure. Definitely. And then for the LVP, which is the least funny thing, we're going to say the troll of the week. Uh, although I will say that the trolls are um, fairly benign on the show, but they get a bad thing. They are, yeah. So that's they why they're, 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 they're funny the trolls, but to be fair, the tools are actually kind of simple. I agree with that, yeah. I mean, like, which we could we're, we could always change these in the future, potentially. Like, I mean, oh, no, I I'm guess... Oh, no, I'm saying that there's, it's hard to pick yeah. out a negative here, right? Exactly. 
I mean, like, I think personality-wise, the Mara is definitely worse than the Trolls personality-wise. Like, the Mara is definitely negative a lot, so... um, Maybe, you know, we change it to the Mara of the Week at some point, you know, and if you're a listener, you can, you know, write in and let us know, because, I mean, like, if you think it should be called the Mara of the Week instead, you know, maybe we'll change it, but, um, Which you know, actually, right now, way, it's going to be the uh, Mara is one of my, um, mom's, uh, ancestors, so I was always told I looked like Grandma Mara, so... Oh, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that works. Yeah. Maybe you're going to be a Mara in the future. Yeah. <laughs> 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 But yeah, um, you know, so each week we're going to look at the best character of the week and the worst character of the week, you know, the adventure of the week or the troll of the week. And we're going to give a point to them, uh, obviously, for each season. And if you listen to our network preview show, you'll know that we get one bonus uh, for the season and we get one bonus, you know, adventure of the week and uh, a bonus troll of the week. Well, it's technically not a bonus because it's negative points, but I mean, and basically this means... Season. Yeah, first season. season, we get to add a bonus set of points or subtract a bonus set of points. So that then at the end of the season, when we compare all of them, the numbers match. Exactly. And we'll find out at the end of the season, you know, who uh, is at the top of the list and who's at the bottom. And it's going to be kind of fun, you know, like. And then we can throw them all together and have them do a smackdown, Derek? Is that what you're telling me? Well, we are going to have them play in a reality show for um, the championship. We'll see. Oh, I mean, my goodness. Um, and, you know, this is uh, some spoiler for this preview, actually, because it's not on any of the other previews. But we did mention, well, we mentioned on some of the other previews that we're going to have them play the totem pole game, which was just renamed to the penthouse. But um, that's going to be played on Grand Steel. And that's going to be fun to have the characters play that. But we talked about, actually, which is this is the T for this preview only is that maybe the winner of the Brant Steel, maybe going into the next season, they get like a free bonus point to start the season. Kind of fun, so. <laughs> Look at this. Guy. We are sipping some tea here right now. Yeah. That is fantastic. Thank you for spilling the good news. That's great. It's These kind of things are really fun. because uh, Exactly. I think that'd be kind of fun, too, because, you know, Say it's like, uh, oh, David won the season. You know, he gets a free bonus point start to start season two. Like that'd be kind of cool. So it's it's hypothetical death matches. Um, I love it. This is great. Um, I am I'm, I'm looking forward to how we utilize these ratings at the end of each season and what we do to skew those numbers. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be a lot of fun though, so I can't wait. <laughs> we just want to make sure we have lots of games and fun. Just you know, the spirit of the animation stuff is um, positivity and, um, you know, just enjoying what we're doing and the content. And I'm really enjoying this. No, I agree. And I can't wait to get into actual episodes, too. Because, I mean, these are just previews. Like, we're excited for the previews this bunch. Like, imagine the actual episodes. It's going to be a lot yeah, of fun. I so. filled out my spreadsheet on just the preview alone for a moment. I was ready. You know, um, again, let me just say that one of the things I love about the show is um, that I identify with the theme, um, which I kind of feel like is um, a girl that lived in the middle of nowhere, then moving to um, kind of like a city location and how you kind of go from being in the wild to um, being inside. And I grew up in the middle of nowhere, Pennsylvania. And then, you know, when I was 13, moved to um, an apartment complex in the middle of so I totally get it where you went from, you know, having secret hideouts and, you know, 
having a stick fight over, you know, logs to um, being in a city and having to figure out how, you know, oh gosh, I get to walk into a school with people. So it's really fun and I identify with it. I think it's very um, relatable and uh, that's part of our understanding of things. And um, yeah, you watch the preview. That's kind of when you go to the theme. That's kind of the like the theme of that preview. Yeah, and I mean, I don't uh, resonate as much with the theme, I would say, personally, but, like, I just love the story of Hilda, like, the story and the adventures that she goes on, and it's really cool, so I definitely enjoy it. Unfortunately, but... I don't have much experience with trees or elves or nieces. Um, I wish but, I, I mean, could relate maybe... to that portion. <laughs> maybe you could get some, though, you know, maybe you yeah. could, like, find Amara and, you know, like, go talk to Amara and see, you know, come back and yeah, let absolutely. us know what you thought. Absolutely. <laughs> or you can find a giant named Jorgen and, you know, see uh, what he what he thinks, you know. I just like to ride on his well. shoulder as he walks around so I can see everything from that loping high point of view. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's the new version of the car. Yep. It's coming. <laughs> no, well, this is great. I'm really but, um, thrilled that we get to talk about it and to go on these tangents. And hopefully people will enjoy um, both the show and then you know, are, are taking that and trying to fill up the content with it and really delve into what it is and why we love it. Exactly. But moving on, we have segment five, which is going to be our episode ratings and rankings. So for this, I'm going to give a rating out of 10, which can be decimal points as well. So it could be like a 7.2, it could be like an 8.7, whatever we want to do, uh, up to the 10th of the episode point. And basically, I'm going to give a rating. Elizabeth is going to give a rating. And then to start out, our co-host for the network, John, that is not here, he is going to give the third rating. And basically, we're going to ask the audience to submit their ratings. And once you all start submitting your ratings, um, John's rating won't um, be the third rating anymore. We'll have an audience rating. But we're going to take an average of those three ratings, and that's going to be the score for the episode. And Basically, that's going to give us, uh, at the end of the season, you know, what episodes ranked the highest and which ones were, like, the least favorite episodes. I mean, I, and, uh, you know, you I already... Know, yeah, I was going to say that, um, you know me with my arbitrary and objective uh, ranking <laughs> right. style, but um, as I've discussed in a couple of other different previews, that um, even though I have seen all of the episodes and all of the shows I've decided to only rank the episode based upon its comparison to the previous episodes. Um, um, that's how I'm doing my ranking style, and that's all I have to say. <laughs> hey, no, you can do your ratings however you want to do them. So, I mean, same for the audience. You know, they can rate it however they feel you like. Know, so. have, like, not having rated things, not being critical for things in the past, I, I haven't, I've always been like, no, I, I loved it. It was great. I really liked this. This was good. No, what do you mean? No, that was good. So, I'm just so used to just right. saying everything was great. I just didn't think I'd have the ability to 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 say something, you know, like just to assign a number to that. But I think I can do it now. Now that I've come up with my exact formula, um, I'm calling it the optometrist. <laughs> I'm sure you can do it. So, <laughs> yes. Anyway, no, I, I know for me, like, um, you know, the episode that is about the Nowhere Space, um, that one is definitely going to be, spoiler alert, one of my higher rated ones. So, you know, that's definitely an episode that I enjoyed a lot. But honestly, like, I don't think Hilda really has bad episodes. So, I mean, 
Um, it's going to be a challenge to kind of figure out, you know, which one is like the worst of the bunch. I mean, honestly, I think all of them have uh, unique stories to them, and I really enjoy them. Um, I definitely, sitting here, I can't think of an episode that didn't work. Um, but again, we're going to have to find some way to find one more enjoyable than another. Exactly. <laughs> That's out But that will be our segment five. And of course, you know, our final segment is just going to be closing the show. So, I mean, that's going to be any announcements we have, you know, Hilda related or um, network related. And we're just going to, you know, announce, okay, you know, these podcasts are coming next or this is the episode we're talking about next week. Um, if we have like any special announcements, we'll announce them there too. You know, it depends if we do or not. But we're also going to drop our Twitter links there. So, you know, that's just going to be closing out the show and, um, you know, thanking you all for listening. Yeah, and uh, I'll take this opportunity to drop my um, animated experience network uh, handle, which <laughs> makes it sound like that's in the title. But guess what? It isn't. It's at dot wacko, um, which is D-O-T wacko, W-A-C-K-O, from the anime, Animaniacs. Wacko, Yakko, and Dot. Awesome. And if people want to uh, follow me on Twitter... It's at Derek Blaze, which is D-E-R-R-E-C-K-B-L-A-I-S-E, because I know my name is kind of hard to spell sometimes. So, um, Or you could find me at Blaze Experience if you want, but, um, you know, that's more so uh, Twitter I use for gaming stuff, but, you know, you can find me there as well if you want. Um, and we're going to have Twitter handles and email for the show as well. Um, we don't have that set up yet, but we're going to have, like, a network email you can contact us at. Um, we're going to have, like, a show system for Twitter, things like that, so where we talk about, you know, just tweet some thoughts about the show. We might like tweet a poll about the show. Um, just different things. So, but we will have that stuff um, around when the network launches, around episode one. We don't have it yet because this is kind of the preview stage for us. We're still getting things set up. But um, by the time you hear episode one of Hilda, we should hopefully have that ready for you. And I think we can update show notes um, so that once you take a look at this in the future, we should just look down on those show notes and you should be able to see your exactly. <laughs> Definitely. But, you know, I'm very excited for this. And um, that's kind of all we have for you today for this Hilda preview. But I'm definitely excited for this. And I, I can't wait to, you know, talk some more Hilda in the future with you. Yeah, uh, Derek, once again, thank you for inviting me to participate with you in this venture. And I look forward to all of our future discussions about the different shows. And specifically for Hilda episode one. I am excited and I cannot wait for this to review them. Absolutely. Same here. So, you know, we can't wait for you, the audience, to join us on that. Uh, if you haven't already, check out the other previews we've done, too. We did a preview on Glitch Text. We did a preview on uh, Kipo and the Age of Wonder Bees. We did a preview on Carmen San Diego, And we did a network preview where we just talk about the network as a whole. So, you know, check out those previews if you want some extra content. But uh, otherwise, we will see you for episode one. So we're ready. Let's do this. Bye. Bye, everyone. Have a great day.